Earlier this year, I saw a short video on Facebook. It was a man dancing, getting hyped up before going into a football game. Now, the uh, choreography wasn't elaborate, but enough to evoke an emotion. Perhaps laughter, joy, or what is he doing? Set to music, one would laugh, repost, and move on. But there was a twist. The cameraman slash friend was rapping to a staccato beat, and the lyrics read this man to filth. The cameraman friend slash rapper called the man lazy, jobless, and a waste of life from behind the camera. The dancer started paying attention to the words and in anger shouted back that he was not helping him and this wasn't how he wanted to feel. He told his friend that he was supposed to hype him up, not put him down, and then he stormed off into the football stadium alone. Why did I tell you this story? Because sometimes we are guilty of getting so lost in the rhythm of self-talk, conversation, work, activities, or life that we don't hear what our inner circle, our inner thoughts are saying. While we laugh at comedians who are roasting celebrities or whatever the current gossip is that's taking up space on the major news stations, If we aren't careful, we will begin roasting our family, friends, and neighbors every chance we get. So what does it mean to roast or read someone to filth? Well, it is a level of criticism that can send you crying in a corner or storming off in anger. If you are being roasted or read to filth, you have annoyed and frustrated someone to lash out with a fault-finding analysis of your life. There is nowhere to hide. No secret or skeleton is off limits. Everything is fair game. The antagonist's goal is to cut you so deeply that you will either fold under the pressure of the tongue lashing or give in and attempt to fight back. In either circumstance, be wise because the antagonist is usually prepared for your response. So what do you do if the opponent is your mind, your perception? You're listening to Our Given Purpose, the podcast. I'm Tori, your host and life coach. Let's get into today's mentoring session. Mindful transition. Stop the filthy read. Welcome back. Hello, Purposeful Family. Thank you for your feedback, prayer, and for doing your work. I am so proud of you for taking the initiative and saying yes to God. If you are new here, hello. I hope you will consider subscribing so you won't miss a single episode. Together, we create a beautiful synergy that will impact our ecosystem. 
as you make yourself comfortable and settle in to listen with your notebooks ready and Bibles open, let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and thank you for all who listen and begin their process of deepening their relationship with you. Help us to break unbeneficial cycles, patterns, and the antagonistic thoughts of our minds. Reveal the cracks that society has filled with its temporary schemes that destroy relationships, steal joy, and kill the purpose you have placed within us. We know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Lord, help us to put down our worldly survival devices and pick up your word, which is a mighty sword. Teach us to think more like you and behave with an eternal vision. Restore us so that we may reflect the grace and mercy we receive from your everlasting love. Thank you for this platform and all who will experience a breakthrough in meditation and prayer while communicating with you, our Lord. Be with us, Father. In your name I pray. Amen. Mindful Transitions. Stop the Filthy Read on Our Given Purpose, the podcast. In his article, Five Signs of a Healthy, Intelligent Person, Sean Kernan wrote, The pulsing core of intelligence is the ability to simplify complex problems and solve them. For the last two weeks, we have discussed balancing the five Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, and finance. I've gotten several emails about your breakthroughs during your prayer and meditation time, and I have gotten one that was, well, cruel. I'm not going to read it here or reveal the author because that isn't helpful, but there is a lesson to share. As I read and reread that email, I was struck by the self-hatred and need for encouragement. Life isn't something that is lived for us. God gives us the ability to solve complex problems, learn to hold ourselves accountable, and come to Him when we need help. Well, I didn't charge in on the email and I will not do it here. I believe that God gives each person the ability to choose. We can follow his command to love and do so from a perspective of healing from the inside out, or we can continue on a destructive path, not realizing that death originates in the mind, and so it becomes the lives we live. We have choices. Healing is a process. I do want to offer that this isn't the first you're not helping me or anybody else email message I've received. And you, dear person of purpose, may have felt discouraged when your work doesn't seem to make a difference. But God, through his son Jesus, taught us so many valuable things about humanity and what to expect in this life that if we really study and pay attention to the life of Christ— we can make positive changes and alter the way we approach the situations we encounter. Let's clarify, organize, and prepare with our Lord. I can be a sarcastic person. I'm here for the witty retort, and I like friendly banter. 
but there is a stopping point. Tearing down ourselves to elicit a laugh creates a hostile mental environment. We begin to train our minds to always have a sarcastic, maybe albeit true, response when we feel attacked. Humor can be a weapon even when no one is laughing. To begin a mindful transition, we must first clarify, organize, and prepare how often we try to dismiss the hurtful truth with humorous antidotes that aren't beneficial to our transformation. We can ask God in prayer to help us identify the devastating disruption in our thinking. How is your mind separating you from your God-given purpose? Now, this may seem unconventional, and I do not want to take Jesus' teaching out of context. But as I was doing my research for this session, I read Matthew chapter 5, and in verses 38 through 42, Christ in his Sermon on the Mount teaches about retaliation. He was sitting with his disciples and explaining how they should treat other people, more importantly, how they should think about things. We handle people in the same manner we think about ourselves. If we regard ourselves as godly individuals, we become respectful of the gifts, talents, and time of our neighbors. Pointing out errors is designed to help them grow in wisdom, sharpen their spiritual swords, and encourage transformation. The opposite becomes true if we do not value our temple and base our identity from Christ's perspective. The mind is powerful. And the word of God teaches us that it is a battlefield. Mark chapter 4 verse 24 instructs us to consider carefully what we hear. If we listen to our thoughts and carefully consider the immediate effects of those thoughts that become words, the words that become actions, and the actions that impact our community, perhaps we will pause, reflect, ask, and yield to God's wisdom. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Matthew chapter 5, and let's read verses 38 through 42. Matthew 5, verse 38 through 42. Christ said, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. That was Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 42. So before I take this to our thinking, because at the root, isn't that the point? to change our approach to how we would respond, and that begins in the mind. How we view what we believe we will lose or what others will think of us. Jesus was always challenging his disciples to consider the truth, the higher eternal ways of the kingdom, 
He wants his people to stop focusing on the temporary pleasures and set our sights on him. Now, does that mean we cannot have fun or be entertained? Well, of course not. However, we do so with God in mind. When we rest, converse with friends, or enjoy peaceful moments, it is to benefit the mindfulness journey that aligns with the presence of Christ. If we look at Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 42, and think about what our thoughts are telling us about this passage, it illuminates the battle within. Do not resist the one who is evil. Our minds or hearts are deceptive and desperately sick, says Jeremiah 17, 9. If we do not take every thought captive and teach them to obey Christ, we are resisting spiritual growth. I want to encourage you, and I pray you are motivated to say less and think more by taking an internal analysis of what you are curious about, where your mind travels during conversation, what stands out to you as you go through your day, will be beneficial to your transformation process. If your natural bend is to fault find or read yourself and others to filth, I pray you will clarify your thoughts, organize with scripture, and prepare with God to realign his truth for your daily purpose. We make a mindful transition and create new thought patterns when we utilize God's word and embrace our current circumstance. Acknowledge who you've become and ask God if you're abiding, trusting, and loving him through your mindfulness. Mindful Transitions, Stop the Filthy Read, Episode 9, Season 8. All scriptures read are in the show notes along with any website citations quoted during my research for this podcast. If you would like to support this ministry, please visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com and become part of our Patreon family. We are grateful to the support of Diana L. W. Coleman, Monica D. Parrish, Irvine St. Valouse, and Broderick J. Slaughter. And thank you, thank you to the many who have left a tip in the tip jar. We are grateful. Are you reading the one-year Bible with us? Our given purpose, the ministry will do this every year as the Lord has blessed us with incredible contributing writers, which has created a network of phenomenal people of God. And we are preparing for next year. If you would like to become a contributing writer for a daily purpose, Bible study and devotional, please email me, Tori, at OurGivenPurpose.com. Check the show notes for all the links. We are excited to continue tarrying in this space and enjoy reading how God is working in your lives. You have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil? in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? 
What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. Your thoughts are thinking, so make sure you can see what they are saying. To God be the glory. Live your life for him. This is Tori of Our Given Purpose, the podcast.